What is your, is it a blouse? Is that a dress? It's what a jumpsuit. Oh, hell yeah. It's a jumpsuit. Where's it from? Uh, New Works. The same people who made the banana dress. So this is like a whole situation. I love it. Now that I've been productive, I've been like, hey, maybe it might feel good to wear something still comfortable, but also something that you would maybe wear to go get the mail. Right, to the outside. <laughs> to any to outside. outside I've really let myself get away with so much. <laughs> I, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, and when I cannot find my favorite horrible clothes, I get so upset. I- <laughs> absolutely favorite horrible clothes yes for sure i would say the only like old loungy clothes that are my favorites are these like the the rainbow stripe shirts that i have that look like they jumped off of the fucking electric company yeah those were sleep shirts from target they are tissue thin they're mm, really mm-hmm. really just like a light layer and uh, they 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 were selling them at Target one year, and I had the forethought to buy like seven of them. Oh, so good! <laughs> I very rarely, rarely actually do that. I think about it. Yeah. Um, and then there was the one time that I found the perfect pair of underwear at fucking Fredericks of Hollywood, the one in the the not Patrick Henry Mall. That's where I grew up. Um, Patrick the Newport- Henry. <laughs> <laughs> the new, of course, because Yorktown, Virginia. Um, no, the Newport Mall. I didn't realize that all of Frederick's was going out of business. I thought it was just this one that was closing. And I don't think I even realized that they had plus-size clothes. So when I walked in and I found the perfect pair of underwear, I went home to immediately buy all of it. No, I had the last pair on the planet. Oh, my God. No. Yep. Oh, that was such a smart moment, too. I'm sorry. I know. I was like, I'm not going to let this get by me this time. Oh, and then so smart. The universe was like, har, har. <laughs> <laughs> this is all the fucks. This is all the fucks. I'm Jen Ponton. I'm Lillian Bustle. And it's our birthday. It is our birthday. And for our birthday, I'm wearing lipstick, but not a bra. Ah, congratulations. I'm wearing a very comfortable bra and a onesie that could absolutely be pajamas if I wanted. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And or you look like you could teach a class in it, too. I like, could it's absolutely a- teach a class. All of my clothes, I just want them to feel like pajamas, but like I could get away with looking uh, uh, respectable. Yes. Respectable is not even what I need. You mean Um, um, fancy? You mean fancy? No, I think I just mean like a person that you'd want to give money to. (laughs) Although, to be fair, if you didn't look like that, you would also be a person that people would want to give money to, but for completely different (laughs) reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Uh, so it is, uh, today's what, July, June? Nope. <laughs> January. <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, yes, it is January 13th. I also, Javambri. um, it's, y'all, we're releasing this the day after we record it, which honestly was not what we meant to do, but also very helpful because the last time we were like, LOL, yay, it's 2021. And then the fucking insurrection <laughs> happened. And here, oh, we- <laughs> that's, that's them calling right now. <laughs> That's them. <sighs> How did they get my phone number? Ted Cruz, dude. Ted Cruz gave them my phone number. Well, and uh, I just saw that freak. the house, 
the House is, they got enough votes to pass the impeachment onto the Senate. We'll that fucking just happened. see. I know, we'll see. I mean, how fast can it happen anyway? I'm truly curious. Like, if the Senate was oh. within 15 minutes, like, hell yeah, goodbye. How many fucking business days, how many notarized things would have to pass through? <laughs> you know, like, I'm just, it's, I'm, when's it gonna, I don't know, man. What's it gonna, after the, <laughs> after the, after the storming of the, um, <laughs> Of the Capitol, they all got back together at like 8.30 and then every single person, instead of being like, I'm here to ratify this and to say yes to these votes. I understand it was a historic moment, but holy Moses, I watched for like an hour and even Cory Booker, who I love to listen to, I was like, this is too much. You guys should have sat and talked and said, I need to say my feeling piece because I was here when those people came in and I'm going to talk about how I feel about that real quick. And then I'm going to say, yes, the electoral college votes are going to fly, but no, they just went on forever. And then at the end of that, that was when somebody, I've seen so many recaps of this day. Like (laughs) it's so shitty. It is, it is, it's bananas, but um, I just wanted to mention that in addition to reorganizing my studio, I also found something important from the tinyhobo.etsy.com. I don't know if this store is still around, but I got this for myself last. Oh, wait, is kiss it backwards? Me, I'm you fat. Probably it. No, it's it a little conversation heart pin. I kiss me, love it. I love it too. And it looks like it's made on a shrinky dink which is exciting too a shrinky dink i wasn't allowed to have shrinky dinks as a kid i don't know why i never had them oh and there's some fancy washi tape on the back i love me some washi tape yes washi tape is very cute you know i wonder if shrinky dinks weren't allowed for kids who just didn't have enough adult supervision because didn't you have to like use warm things to then oh yeah you stuck it in the oven that's a great point i wasn't allowed to have an easy bake oven either right right and i don't know if that's because my mom knew it was just a light bulb and thought it was stupid or if it was because she didn't want me to burn things down (laughs) why not both Oh, you had to. Oh, here's a toy where someone has to pay attention to you. Yes. How about not? Sorry. I didn't have an easy bake oven either. I didn't have anything that then needed adult supervision. Yeah. Mm. Or needed an adult uh, You know what? Oh, my God. So later on, when I was probably in, I guess, sixth or seventh grade, I was solidly a girl who liked weird, gross crap. Yes. Um, I liked plenty of boy things, but like, I liked weird, gross crap. And one of the things that you could get was, I, I I think it was called a queasy bake oven. Ooh. And it came with recipes that were supposed to be kind of gross. But one of the things that you could do was make gummy worms and spiders. And how that's a thing that sets up in the oven, I don't understand. But I wanted that so bad. And my friend Jessica and I called it the sleazy bake oven. Do you recognize this jingle? Creepy crawlers. And they they were like no. giant gummy tarantulas and oh I remember that and maybe you were supposed to eat them maybe you weren't <laughs> regardless it probably went in my mouth at some point regardless they're gummy and they're colorful so there are children eating them doesn't matter yeah creepy crawlers were like that oh, oh. but I also just had a memory because hmm. t- speaking of gross things. I'm going to let you finish your sip. Mm-hmm. I'm remembering. Thank you. Telling- Thank you. My friend My friend April used to say, think of something sad and swallow. Yes, yes. 
I, uh, are you swallowed? You're good? I'm done. <laughs> okay, great. So I was remembering trying to tell you the story about me creating a thing called HJs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't remember this conversation, but it probably went something like, Jen, that already exists. <laughs> That was you telling me, asking me why I was peddling hand jobs as a ten-year-old. <laughs> what was it? I never got to tell you at the time, so <laughs> because it was just so fucking funny that we moved on. So HJ's, I read, I read a, I read a book. I like that we just dropped it. <laughs> dropped it. I never told you. Jesus. Um, I read a book. I read like a fucking scholastic paperback that was. It was this like entrepreneurial story about, I mean, at the time it was interesting and unthought of by the masses, but now it's sort of standard, right? So it was like, I wish I could make healthy junk food. How could I do that, right? Which now is like a fucking thing. But in the 90s it was not. And so... This girl created recipes and her parents helped her like fucking incorporate and do all that tax paperwork. <laughs> and she, <laughs> she made a little business called HJ's. And one of the. Oh, no. Uh huh. And one, one of the um, uh, recipes was for broccoli pudding. And it's the recipe was in the book. And I was like, Mom, we should try making this. And she was like, okay. So we made the broccoli chocolate pudding. It was fucking atrocious. I can't. I can't imagine it being anything else. That's not that's not um, uh, that's not a veggie that you can hide. No, it (laughs) it doesn't hide the way like spinach can hide. Right. That's a texture. Where, That's a solid where texture. Where potatoes can hide. No, or and tofu. it smells like a fart before you even fart it. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah, I can get on board with like black beans and things, yes. which doesn't smell like a fart until later. Right. I've had black bean brownies, which are great. Black bean brownie batter is the shit, but not broccoli brownies. Oh, honey. <laughs> So I made that. So that was my very, very short-lived business HJs, which yikes, yikes on a bike. <laughs> I went back and listened to the very first thing that we recorded. And I got to tell you, I was I was half listening to it. Um, and there was a moment where we were talking about uh, uh, wrestl- jello wrestling and consomme. Yes. Where, where everything smells like soup yes. or something like that. That sounds right. <laughs> that's all. The quote was, it's like Jell-O wrestling, except everything smells yes. like soup. And that's our brand. That is. What kind of soup are you? Oh, I mean, I would say solidly cream of celery. Oh, wow. Okay. Where you're like, I don't know about this. And then you have it and you're like, <laughs> I mean, it's not soup, but it's delicious. It is. It is not soup. <laughs> Or possibly, possibly golden mushroom, but I don't honestly think I'm versatile enough. Golden, I could see you as golden mushroom. I could see you as I do as not like to eat cream soups, but I do feel like I identify with them. Oh, I love a fucking creamy tomato, though. 
Oh, yeah, a tomato bisque. Oh, tomato bisque. Get the fuck mm. out of here. It's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. I could, if that were all I ever ate with like a grilled cheese sandwich. We've been talking about grilled cheese so much. I we feel have? like I need to, I think I need <sighs> to manifest that. Do you remember, okay, did you ever go to Friedman's Lunch in the city? Yes. Oh, God. I hope anything's left in the city. I know. Well, Friedman's, Friedman's is at uh, least, there are several locations they, they might, who knows. But um, mm. Friedman's maybe doesn't do this anymore. I've been in the last, I've been in the last year, I think I went in like February. Friedman's may not do this anymore, but the best thing when they were like new was you'd go in and they'd have like a lunch menu that was maybe four items long. And one of them was grilled cheese and tomato soup. Yes. It was uh, the most perfect thing in the world. Every so often, like when it's rainy and cold, like I just, that's all I want. Mm, oh, yeah. oh my God. I think I made it probably when our power was out for Hurricane Sandy. Mm-hmm. I just remember sitting there with that hot water bottle eating <laughs> eating tomato soup and grilled cheese and just like, this is my life now. Yes. Am I ever going to take a shower again? Uh... <laughs> if you were a fruit what would you be oh oh uh probably a fucking kiwi i like i think about a kiwi too the first thing that arrived in my head was a kumquat but they're not like they're they're a little too weird for me that's too weird that's too weird kiwi though is solidly and at the very least i'm an odd little bird from new zealand yes there you go Maybe I'm like, maybe I'm like crystallized pineapple. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, my heart feels like. <clears throat> anything but that, Red Delicious. Yeah. Fuck off, Red Delicious. Ew. Ew. Why are they so mealy all the time? Is there, has there ever been a perfect Red Delicious apple ever? Ew, no. That's why I, I thought I straight up didn't like apples growing up. So dumb. And yet a golden delicious is one of the nicest apples you can enjoy. I don't think I've had one of those in a long time. I am, I will eat a Granny Smith every, anytime. I love yes. it. I don't care if the skin is thick. I don't care if it gives me indigestion. I love the crispy. You love the tart. Mm-hmm. Of course you do. <laughs> Sour. Sour. I like, I like flavor. Mm. Uh, my family, uh, one, like a family friend... Had a had a dumb little like appetite, you know, an appetizer that's mostly based in like cream cheese, but it's wonderful, <laughs> and it we call it taffy apple dip. Oh, you told me about this. I, I did. don't know if we talked about it here, but you uh, definitely told me about this. Taffy apple dip is just like it goes it goes way back. We probably had it for the first time when I was like five, and it is brown sugar, cream cheese. <clears throat> confectioner's sugar and something else a peanuts a bunch of crushed peanuts and you whip it up that's crazy and it becomes this cream cheese spread and it's and they call it taffy it's more it tastes more like caramel toffee peanut butter and you eat it with apple slices and it's fucking wonderful Mm -hmm. it's so good I, uh, my mom used to just take a can of sweetened condensed milk and turn it into the dulce de leche on the, on the stove. And then we would have that 
yes. with apples. My mom was really great about being like, I mean, this was definitely an, a 70s, 80s thing, was to take a half grapefruit and to put brown sugar on it and then put a maraschino cherry in the yes! middle. Yes! Oh, my God. It's probably come up on some of those Instagrams that you like to follow about. <laughs> you know <laughs> I do. Weird food shit. Um, and uh, I remember the first time I ate a grapefruit just as a grapefruit. I was like, this is fucking fine. This on is great. Why did we dump all this other shit, and why on earth did you think that this was diet food? Oh, Jesus. Cool, cool, cool. I sent you that picture of the naked chickens, right? Oh, no. You sent me the pelican. That was the last I thing. Also, well, I sent you, I think, the naked chickens yesterday, and you might have written, oh, no. <laughs> and it, like, it's got, like, like chicken legs crossed, Oh, yes. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I already blocked it out. Okay. <laughs> I already pushed it away. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, uh, we, this is for the listeners because you already know this, but I went, <clears throat> we ventured out to the Natural History Museum, my husband and I, in New York City, which, um, it actually felt very safe. As I mentioned, um, they're not letting people in who have the neck gaiters or who have the vented masks, which I was, again, neither one of those is very protective at all for you or the people around you. And I'm saying that again because I didn't know about the vented masks until when I was helping out with the Board of Elections stuff. Right. I didn't know that. That was right. fully November and I had just bought it and it was pink camo and I was so, I was like I'm so cute. And Aww. they were like, "Oh, that's oh, you already have it. You had the antibodies. That's why you have that mask." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" Anyway, uh I kept sending Jen just pictures of terrifying animals. And I had forgotten how much of the Natural History Museum in New York is dioramas. It's oh, basically... God, I love dioramas. It's, it's oh. basically... It may as well be like uh, uh, Teddy Roosevelt's House of Stuffed Stuff. <laughs> it's just so much taxidermy. Yes! It's so much taxidermy. It's so much. It's, it's my favorite thing. I don't know why. I think because when I was younger, um, I grew up near a nature sanctuary slash learning center that okay. had its own little visitors building with a few like local wildlife dioramas. Oh. And I was always taken with them. And then the first time that I went to the Museum of Natural History and I saw those dioramas i was like there are more there's no whale like everything but my favorite favorite part about the museum which i probably haven't been to since like 2013 maybe it's been a long time uh like i haven't explored it but i i was facilitating um I was facilitating a team bonding thing for, like, a company. And they had to probably do, like, a scavenger hunt at the museum, right? Fun. Super fun. And I was facilitating it. So I stayed in one area of the museum as all of these employees would cycle through and, like, get their clue from me and whatever, and I'd give them a key. Anyway, the best part about the museum, though, is, like, you go through all of the halls that are kept really, really well and they are very popular. <laughs> and then... I don't know if it's up or down. I'm inclined to say it's a lower level. I know exactly what you're about to and say. And it's Go all on. wood paneling. Girl, I fucking hate that wing. Talk to That's me about like, it because I can't so remember exactly what it is, but holy We kind of breeze through it because I can't be in there. It makes me itch. I don't know what it is Is it about the wood it, paneling? It... <laughs> That goes a long way. Also, <laughs> as you walk in, the first thing you see on the left is like 
a giant like zoomed in version of a like a fucking huge grub like a mealworm or something like that <laughs> that's the first thing you see but it's like the the halls of new york and like it's all about new york wildlife and and nature and estuaries and stuff and and if it had been presented to me in another way also like Oh my god, I can't imagine when it was done, but I'm sure it was cutting edge at the time. The lighting in there is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um the uh uh there is a font that reminds me of the font that they use in the Steve Zizou movie uh Life Aquatic. Yes. Yes. Very, yes. <laughs> so that font right. comes it's up a, a lot. It's a very in there. like 1960s Life magazine font almost. Yeah. Or like um yes. Or like what you would see newspapers printed in at the time. Yeah. Yes. So were you stationed in that part? Um, I was not, but eventually... I would kill myself. No, no. I was not stationed in that part. I feel like I was stationed not too far from the oceans, but... Or, uh, like, like science science. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't remember that wing. Mm, I, I, I might be... I can't remember. But it was not in... It was not in the... The basement, basically. This basement, uh-huh. it's like it hasn't been touched, guys, since 1973. It really hasn't, for whatever reason. No, somebody <laughs> might come in behind the scenes and dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think many tourists end up going there. Um, I see people walking through it briskly. That's what right, that's right. what I experienced. Yes. Um, I Because it's also too much writing. Like, all, all of the <gasps> plaques and stuff, it's like too much... It's too much information to absorb in a very dark space with everything around you seeming like somebody... It's the place feels like a bad seeming touch like to ten me. bundies around the corner. It is yes, for yes. sure. And you're like, how did I part my hair today? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, I I finished up with all of the employees, and then we could stay there as long as we fucking wanted. And I was like, I'm gonna That's go fun. to the creepy part of the museum because, of course, I was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. Uh, I did not take a picture of this because it's impossible to capture. Also, I'm very jealous of that job. Um, oh. But down the, uh, I always wanted to eat underneath the big blue whale, yes. which you can't do right now, obviously, because um, there's no eating inside anywhere. But uh, you can go down into that little area. Um, I, I was also terrified of it, though, because if you look at it, it's only attached to the ceiling by like one point. And Don was like, I'm sure it's a steel beam going through the whole sculpture. And I was like, are we sure? Is it? Do we know? <laughs> I mean, it hasn't fallen yet, but... Yet um, is very relative. It is big. It's a big thing. And uh, just very imposing. But off to the corner, like, uh, catty corner from... There's the... You come down the stairs, and if you go all the way to the back on the right, there is one panel that's not... You're like, oh, it's so dark over here. What's happening over here? Um, I think it seals to the left. And then you realize... Um, that there is something in this display and it is a giant squid with its arms around a smaller whale. And then when you get closer, there's no fucking glass. There's no glass. You could fall in. It could come out. I couldn't get close to it. And I, as soon as we walked up, I was like, what is this? And then I remembered seeing it as a child and it, I had so many feelings. Wait, 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 wait. Is it like, okay, it's obviously not a real giant squid. No, no, no. Part it's, of me wants it to be. It's a fiberglass. It's fiberglass. But it's what? Gotcha. It's 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 in the, it's like there's a giant hole in the floor and that's where it is? Oh, sorry. No. Um. Uh. If you go down underneath the blue whale, 
where you would normally eat. Yes. There's a bunch more dioramas. So, mm-hmm. like, over here, there's some seals. And I don't I don't know if they're stuffed or there's just sculptures. But there's, like, an elephant seal all the way in the back, which is not to be missed. Um, and just, like, various, like, I don't know, puffins and water creatures. And then and then this, like, dark... It is like a hole, but it's in the wall. It's, it's oh. set up just like all of the other things that you turn around and look around. Except it's all by itself. And it is just... A, a very dark, it's dark on purpose to get you to come over and go, what is it? And then you're like, oh God, I'm going to have nightmares forever. Oh my God. And I did, I used to have, uh, I used to have marine life nightmares, uh, exquisite marine life nightmares <gasps> as a child. What were they like? Oh, um, a lot of them were. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> now you fucking have to tell me. So at Bush Gardens. <laughs> yes. Yes, continue. Um, Bush Gardens in this sort of no man's land. So Bush Gardens is set up so you're walking around among different European countries. Oh. And somewhere near Germany, but not quite, you can go on the Rhine River cruise, which is obviously a shitty man-made river in Bush Gardens. Um, and it's a boat. It's basically a place for old people to sit down for a little while. Yes. That's right, what it is. Right, right. But unfortunately, it is at the bottom of the worst hill. Like, I, we used to joke that there should be, like, a ski lift or a tow rope or something. For old people? For the blue hair ride? Come on. I think, I think that you, I think that you could go down a not as steep hill, but if you wanted to go up the other way, then it was awful. So if you ever wanted to come back, essentially. (laughs) Exactly. 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 And there was one thing to do down there besides the Rhine. And that was, that was called Ramota Boats. You would put like a quarter in a thing and you could drive a little boat around. This is some action park shit. You're not in the boat. You're not in the boat. Oh. You're not in the boat. You're on the shore and the boat is doing its thing. (laughs) Um, And, you know, if there's other people with boats, then you can ram them into each other, but you're not supposed to. Anyway, my sister, when she worked at Bush Gardens, they called that Ramota Boat Hell. And when I was little... I don't know why we would walk by there all the time because nobody ever let me play the remote boats. And we only went on that Rhine thing once because it took like an hour. And, and I never would let my family waste a whole fucking hour at Bush Gardens mm-hmm. on a boat. Oh, no. I used to have a dream over and over that that sort of mashed up that part of Bush Gardens with the dock at the end of our street. And... It was either I had to, I usually had to jump in to save somebody. And when I, when I jumped in, I came up and I realized it was Bush Gardens and not near my house. And I didn't know where anyone was. And I could see that it was starting to get dark and all the lights were starting to come on around Bush Gardens. So, and that was when I liked it, but I was also scared because it was dark. Right. And I definitely had to watch 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea too much as a child. And this is definitely part of it. Yes. Of course. <laughs> um, but I had constantly had these cinematic dreams where where I w- had to either like swim away from a shark or like a, a small octopus would wrap around my wrist and then I would look up and I would I could get dragged down because the mom octopus was there. I don't think that's how octopuses raise their young, but regardless. <laughs> Over and over and over. And as a child in Virginia, you're just like, you grew up with like estuaries and like brackish water, marine life, horse. Don't you want to touch a horseshoe crab? Like, (laughs) um, oh, and anytime in the dream, I would try to, I actually like horseshoe crabs. Um, But anytime I would try to put my feet down in the dream, like to try to like push up and like come back up Uh above water, 
something would bite my toes. No. Uh, and, th- and then usually as the giant squid, octopus, whatever tentacle thing came into view that's when I would wake up but it would it would come it would be like dark under the water and then it would come into the light fuck that fuck that no and then I would wake up no no so all of that all of what I just described to you I felt all of that in like 2.5 seconds as I walked up to that exhibit (laughs) oh my god and that Friends is truly what all the fucks is really about. Yes. <laughs> it's about being in a museum alone, walking up to a surprise exhibit and immediately being flooded with every terrible thought that you ever thought as a child. Mm-hmm. Yep. This could all happen right now. Oh, honey. <laughs> is it Night at the Museum about the Natural History Museum? Yes. Uh-huh. Do they go in the stupid part? Probably not. (laughs) Can you imagine what comes to life in the wood paneled part? It's like just fucking John Wayne Gacy, like, hey, how'd you find me? You know, it's just a bunch of energy vampires who designed it. Yes! God. It's an army of Colin Robinsons, just like, you know. Do you want to read some journals? Let's read some journals. You want to go first? I can go first. Would you, do you have a preference? It's um, closest to your first. actual birthday. Thanks. Um, I'll go first really quick before I start with the passage that I have had on hold for a little bit. I found a notebook from when I first moved up to New York. And I did. I was not happy when I first moved up to New York. Oh, oh God. This, this notebook. This notebook. This notebook. Mm-hmm. Um... <clears throat> I don't know who I was supposed to meet at the Smoothie King at Penn Station around one o'clock, but I guess I did. The Smoothie uh, King uh, was there for that long? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, I did not go see her, but apparently Lisa Loeb was playing at the Village Underground February 22nd, 9 p.m., $15. I definitely didn't oh, see that. Oh, my God. Um, ooh, Like, just a bunch of addresses. Just uh, pure year 2000 nostalgia yeah um ucb theater 161 west 22nd between 6th and 7th that was the old location that got uh condemned yes oh Um, my god so here is what this says this is me being like should i should i stay or should i go very much um like this um uh, what is success to support myself as an actor or to perform on broadway uh, all of this stuff. How many people have had three gigs? Uh, four if you count Lip Sync when I, I did I did follow spot for Lip Sync, um, the drag queen, in six months having just gotten to New York. So what can I do to make money? What would I like to do to make money? What is this list? Let's think about this <laughs> list. The first one is, why? Be an operator for the phone company. I think I just thought it would be easy. <laughs> Probably. I was like, I'm lovely. People will love to talk to me. Um, Be a proofreader slash reader for a publishing company. Uh, Teach, maybe. No. Uh, Make things. Not lucrative. Uh, Not lucrative. (laughs) Social work slash school psychologist. I knew that that wasn't something I wasn't going to walk into. Uh, Overnight counselor slash supervisor at a shelter or mental health facility, which I told you I did apply for. And then it would have paid more for me to work at Kinko's. 
Uh, oh, work, shit. work with foster kids. Uh, CSR for a computer company? Bottom line, if I leave, if I, I will feel like a quitter. I will feel like I didn't try hard enough. I will feel like a failure. Bottom line, I have to make this work. I need to make it work. Oh, honey. I made it work. You did. I, I did. mean, 20 years later, and here you are. Yep. And then the next... <laughs> The next entry is all about how I fell in love with a guy at UCB named Andrew Secunda, which, Andrew, if you're listening, I really did love you. That's all. That's that. So what I'm, <laughs> what I'm actually going to read is a couple of selections um, about... Uh, 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 It's a, it's a part of my life when I lived in St. Augustine, Florida. So I was in college and I must have been, it was either my junior or senior year in school, in college. It was June. So it was over the summer, which was always a weird time to be in Florida without much money, (laughs) which meant without air conditioning. Like if you had to pay for your own air conditioning and you didn't have any money. You were sweating a whole lot. No, just live in like the water. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, the shark so, dreams would have been problematic. Oh, I know. So many shark dreams. Um, I uh, apparently had a crush on this guy. And I, I forgot. Um, but, but sort of nestled in here is a conversation that I had with my dad. And this is why I, it even caught my eye. So, Mark almost quit Murphy's last night. I worked uh, as a prep cook for an Irish pub called Murphy's. What? What? I did. What? Uh, what? My, my friend Mark, who I think this is, I think that I thought he was hitting on me when he got me the job. I don't know. At the, at the time, I was sort of like, are you remotely interested in me? I would probably make out with you. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, that's what I have to assume was all of this. He was a what nice dude. What year is this? 90 what? Uh, either 95 or 96. Wait, 94 or 95 because it was over the summer. Oh, so you were in high school. No, fuck me. Uh, 90, 98 or 99. Okay. Because I moved to New York in 2000. Thank okay. you for reminding me how old You're I am. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> no, I mean, you actually shaved like eight years off of that. Um, okay. <laughs> So, uh, Mark almost quit Murphy's last night. It was run poorly. Uh, and Vinny, why was I talking about Vinny? He's now married to my friend Alexia. Um, went to, went to, <laughs> Vinny was a friend of ours who was a stand-up comic, and he joked that his mob name was Vinny the Pooh. Um, <laughs> he went to uh, interview for World Golf Village today. Uh, let's see. Um to do went to the mall very exciting i talk okay here's something new i talked to dad tonight uh, my dad was living with my grandma in new york in the apartment where i then moved in when i moved to new york yes and her dog she had a she had at one point had a terrier named terry and then she had a, a britney spaniel named brit <clears throat> sounds easy <laughs> Um, so Brit is, Brit is dying. He had cancer, uh, cost $1,500 in vet bills in the last month and he's still going to kick. So dad and I were talking about money. Like we always do. We really did always talk about money. 
<sighs> and then we talked about mom like we sometimes do. And then we talked about something we never talk about. I asked him if he thought that he and mom were ever going to get back together. It was something that dawned on me. I had It had never occurred to me to actually ask before. Oh, but I my did. God. It this just is the kind- moment that I've asked you about. Is it? Yeah, I mean, because um, we talked a little bit about, like, how just how, how how it seemed so normal that, like, one day your dad right. was there and all of a sudden he wasn't. It was like, I guess this is life now. Like, yeah. what the fuck, yeah, Alan right. Finger? Yeah, it was never like, are, are, is anyone getting a divorce? I guess that's right. just gone. Yeah. And there mm-hmm. was, there was like, no... Um, there was no drama that followed it. It was just no. like, Dad's in New York now. No, it was just another thing we didn't talk about. <laughs> right. Oh, my Our God. Our family Amazing. was so good at that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it just kind of plopped out of my mouth and rolled across the floor. He was very surprised, to say the least. Um, we were on the phone, by the way. Uh, but he said something along the lines of wanting to if she didn't nag him so much. Oh, no. Then he wanted to know if I had asked of my own accord or if mom had asked me to ask because she had met somebody else. And and that, I remember that moment. It was so vulnerable and so... I wanted to be like, like, no, I can't tell if she's still holding a flame for you or like what's happening, but she's not going to find some. She's not looking for anybody else. Um... I assured him it was something just that just popped into my mind. Uh, then I told him that I knew about Beth. Not my sister is my half sister and not um, was not from my dad. Uh, and I asked him what he knew about Beth and Beth's dad. He said that a long time ago, mom had mentioned something about. Oh, I wondered if he knew that I knew. Mom had mentioned something about me finding out. I found out when I was like 14. Um, he told me about his first date with mom and, uh, and how she could do a right turn in the waltz. And I don't know what that means, but evidently it's very impressive. That sounds like some serious fucking New York blue blood shit. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's some Upper East Side business. Your Um, dad was Gossip Girl before Gossip Girl. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, uh. He was actually my parents. My parents ran an Upper East Side newspaper. No, and all it was was about parties in the Hamptons and shit that went on with the debutantes. All it was was, oh. yeah. So yes, amazing. So useless, <laughs> but so delightful. Yeah, so delightful. E- endlessly. Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay. I'm so- so yeah, right turn in the waltz. Right turn in the waltz, which was apparently very impressive. Uh, he said uh, she was very upfront about having Beth. Um, my sister was probably like three or four when they first started dating, but they had known each other for a long time. Um, and also on their first date, um, some ball as well as I could figure. <laughs> there were always balls. There were balls. People just had balls and people went to them. And it wasn't Bridgerton. <laughs> what? Uh, his ex-girlfriend was seated at their table and he insinuated that this ex was <clears throat> pursuing other notions along the lines of a Greek isle. 
He was trying to tell me that his ex was a lesbian. <laughs> and, and that was how, how he chose it. to say it. Oh, that's how he chose to say it. <gasps> that's how he chose to say it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. What the fuck? Uh, uh, little by little, I am determined to suss a full story out of one of them. Nope, never happened. He also told me something grandma told him recently. When she and grandpa came down to Virginia when I was little, those pictures, you can go ahead and put those up on Instagram. The ones that I sent you with my little red party shoes. That's from the story I'm about to tell you. Shut the fuck up. So my grandma and grandpa who lived in Manhattan um, came down to Virginia when I was little. We think around 1981, 82. Um, They were staying at a hotel and... And this is what I remember. My family was there. I started to fall asleep at the hotel. And from what I can figure, someone decided it would be a good idea to have me spend the night there. Instead of just letting me fall asleep, Grandma insisted that I take a bath and then didn't draw it deep enough, leaving me to splash around in a puddle. I remember that. I remember that. The puddle was like not even up to my, like she didn't put the bath up to my waist. Um... And I was splashing around trying not to fall asleep. Well, as it turned out, before I got ditched there, Grandma had planned to attempt to do some rekindling between her and Grandpa. What? They were having, like, a romantic getaway. And then my parents were like, do you want to hang out with our kid? Um, Needless to say, no such luck. Um, And then Dad talked about running the inn in the Hamptons before he married Mom, which I did not know about. (laughs) When are they going to fucking tell you this? Never. Amazing. My family was so good at just like shoving things down. This is so in line with everything you've told me that your dad was all about. Where just like with a fucking butterfly net. And when you could finally be like, dad, dad. And he'd be like, oh, this piece of information that you've never heard before. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I shit you not. I still do not know. How my family got money. Like, how my father's family... I think there was something about fruit imports. But, like, I I have... I don't know where my dad got all his money or how he spectacularly lost it. Wow! Um, uh, uh, A lot of catching up to do. How on earth did parents get so out of touch with their children? How does it happen? Um, And then, I just want to rewind this a little bit. My mother and my grandmother both knew that my grandfather had molested my mom. Who thought it was a great idea to leave me alone with them? With them in Virginia. I don't think anything (gasps) happened to me. All I remember is that bath and I don't remember anything bad happening in the bath. I just remember it not being a full bath. I remember it being like, who takes a fucking bath in this much water? Right. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah, very creepy. We are coming up. This is why I wanted to talk about this. We are coming up, uh, dear listeners, on me uh, having not had a cigarette for a year. I think Uh, my last cigarette was like February 20th. Yeah, girl, you couldn't have known, but thank God. Uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, oh yeah, okay, here we go. 
Um, I mentioned so many guys who I just don't know who they are. Uh, sure. Ricky has really uh, gotten better at guitar, and I think he's going to teach me how to play. Uh, I think that that will help me quit smoking. <laughs> After all. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, after all, it'll keep my hands busy until I can play well enough to sing along, and then I'll just be singing all the time, and I won't want to smoke. Um, Bless your sweet little heart. Uh, in preparation for all of this crazy shit, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, I up and I I quit violently during the Tonys. I only quit for like a couple of days. I remember I was watching Kristen Chenoweth sing, uh, and that's my new philosophy on the Tonys. Watching it with oh friends, God. and we were chain smoking, and I got. So quietly and invisibly furious at myself for like actively ruining my voice that I like ripped, I pulled cigarettes out of my box of cigarettes and I ripped them up and I threw the box across the room and I started crying. Oh, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, uh, I also gave notice at Murphy's. I don't remember working there without Mark. Um, I feel bad because, oh, no, he's still there. Uh, I enjoy Mark a whole lot, and the job is okie-dokie. But that was when I got the job at the old-time photo place, dressing people up like cowboys and taking pictures of them. Wait, wait, whoa. Hold up there. (laughs) This was not a job that you have discussed with me Uh, at all. That seems impossible. (laughs) I Um, know. Impossible, but I definitely do not recall you ever saying that you worked okay. at an 1800s photo. <laughs> it was called Oldie Timey Photo. Photo E. No, there was no E in the end of photo. Um, and it was down there. Uh, St. George Street was like the big, is the big tourist walk in um, St. Augustine, Florida. Tons of gift shops. And I just walked around one afternoon and I was like, Do you guys, are you guys hiring? I'm adorable. And they were like, we are, come on in. Um, basically, it was just, you know, piles and piles of, of dresses that were open in the back that you would tie on to people. And then I would take pictures of people either at a saloon. Um, you could either be a, a pirate on a pirate ship or you could you could be in a saloon or you there was like a provincial background where you could dress up as a um, either side uh, of the uh, War of Northern Aggression. Um, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Florida. Um, mm-hmm. Florida. So, uh, it was amazing. I was mostly by myself. Um, I got hella tips. I got paid at least $2 over minimum wage. Um, but the fuck of it all was that I was using an actual camera. Like when you go do it now, it's all digital as it should be. What I would do, (laughs) I had to put down my notebook for it. You would come in, you, uh, you would probably, you would probably be like, I want to wear this. And I would probably be like, there's three things that fat girls can wear. And here's one of them. (laughs) Match, of course. Yes. Uh, I got really good at at sort of finagling things for people. But um, and then, you know, you would pose with your friends and I would tell you not to pose like that because you were not going to like the way you looked. And uh, then I would actually I would put I would put it was like in the cartoons. It was an actual camera with the accordion nose thing 
And then the flat telescope. thing. Yeah. The flat <laughs> thing that you look at, I had to use a jeweler's loop and put a blanket over my head. I'm one of like five people left in the planet who knows how to do this. Um, and when you're looking at the, the image, it's upside down. So I'm looking at people's eyes with the jeweler's loop to make sure that they're focused. And if it's a group of 15 people, I pick somebody in the middle and I focus it on there. And then I, I press the button, a flash goes off, everybody's upset and blinks, so then we have to take it again. And then while you're changing, I have to take this in a closet. I'm wearing a, a fanny pack with all the money in it. Um, and we didn't have a credit card machine. I had a ka-chunk chunk. Have you ever seen one of those things? Oh, Do you remember oh, those? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had one. We had one at lunch, just in case. We did. That's right. That's right. Yes. Um, kachunk, kachunk. That I don't even know what it's called, but I. But that the manual credit card processor. <laughs> I would have to call in a phone number. The fuck. <laughs> yeah. This was like 1999. This had to have been 99. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, my very first day while I was in the room processing with chemicals in a dark room, a tiny, tiny closet, actually processing the photos right, with right. very toxic chemicals that turned my fingers like a green purple. Sure. My very first customers started fucking in the changing booth. Oh, While no. there was a line out the door of people who wanted to get their pictures taken. What did you have to do? Okay, uh, first of all, what did you hear? What did you see? What did you say? What happened? To, they like, were not I quiet. Every beat. Um, of he, they weren't. He, first of all, he rolled up and he was like, I want you to dress like a hooker. So that was not a good... And she was like, Not a great predictor. Tell me what these people were like. Were they like... Were they like... Oh. Types were they um, like soccer mom? And dad? I would imagine that they thought they were very fancy, um, but she had like terrible highlights, uh, oh, and he no. probably was very proud of his truck. And 40s, that's all I ha- 50s? have to say. Oh, oh yeah, Younger? like forties. Okay, like Great. maybe they just decided to be swingers. Oh no, and... the highlights would indicate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can be a swinger without bad hair. Um, but uh, yeah, they were very all about each other. They were very all about each other. And uh, when I came out with the wet pictures, because you had to, like, let them dry, um, I realized that she had, like, left a bunch of her crap on the floor. Like, she had taken off pieces of the costume and left them outside the changing room. And then I realized that they were both in one changing room, because they were two. And, uh, I mean, I don't know what they, I can't describe these. They were fucking, they were, they were fucking standing up. But like, did you hear them? Yes, it was a curtain. (laughs) It was a curtain. (laughs) The whole, the whole space was much smaller than my studio right here. Like it was, it was a room like this for like me and the changing room and all the costumes. And then a room less this size on the other side of a tiny wall for the pictures. And there, and I come out and I look at the the booth and I look at the people in line and their faces were, it was a mixture of horror and glee depending on who it was down the line. And I, and I was like, hi, Hey, I'll be right with you. And then do you know, they didn't want to, they did not want to buy the fucking pictures. Shut the fuck up. Oh, they had a choice at the end of the day. You didn't pay for that experience. No, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to pay for the fucking pictures. 
Interesting. Um, and I was told, I, I was given the non-emergency cop line. They were like, if people try to come in here, if you really did a bad job, then do it again. But if the picture's fine, then call the cops. <laughs> That's bananas. That yeah. seems like there's too like, many fucking loopholes. I was like 20 years old, by the way. Oh, no. I was well, an actual child. Of course you were. <laughs> How did you get those people out? Did you have to interrupt them? Um, oh, I think I started singing. I think I, they would not respond to me. And I was like, I, I, I believe I said something like, I would just stop open this fucking, curtain, but I feel like... everybody everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to. Harry <laughs> This is my job, and you came in my job, and now you're having sex, and it's really loud. I don't love it. I don't love it. I don't love it. Um, (laughs) Oh my god. uh, Yeah, I I said something along the lines of like, I would open this curtain, but I think that's what you want. (laughs) I was furious. That was also when I was not very comfortable with sex. Oh, what? Oh, right. Oh, honey. And it was my first day by myself, and you know I like to do a good job. Yeah. Oh, that was your first. It was my first customer on my first day. No, they were your first customers ever. That was not a great situation. And when I showed up, there was a line out the door. Like, I showed up a half an hour early to prep the the store. Oh, my God. Anyway. You know, the rest of it. I'd open the curtain, but I think that's what you want. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Oh my shit. I've, I, this is probably why I have such an aversion to normal jobs. Like my original jobs were so weird. Like teaching children's theater and like. But doesn't that imply that a normal job might actually not be so bad considering all the crazy shit that happens no they're boring to me normal desk jobs not only are they boring but like i am incapable of following stupid rules like i can't Mm -hmm. and then i tell the person who made up the rule why it's stupid and i try to be gentle about it and then they get mad at me Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I have to be like, I don't know. I'm just a theater major, but wouldn't it be better if we wee boop 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 boop? And then I Trust and then me, I feel yeah. Um, okay, oh so oh uh, I gave notice at Murphy's because I was working both jobs. Um, the photo place is really going to work out better anyway, but it would be a lot easier if I was home and just saving money, home back with my mom. This is what I underlined. Oh. But I'm so spoiled when it comes to the whole what, running water thing. Oh, oh. Dear listeners, I did, I did not have running water at home in Virginia. Oh. Uh, college um. must have in so many ways been such a relief. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. reliable, not that you had to worry about heat in St. Augustine, but reliable heat, reliable water, reliable right. lights, reliable. Mm-hmm. And I was supporting myself. Oh. That was the first day... A uh, friend in college who I had a crush on, and then I realized he was gay, and then he finally told me he was gay, and then I finally saw him kiss a boy. Aww. And it was, it was just lovely. It was very sweet. It wasn't, I wasn't creepy about it. 
I don't think you thought I was, but I just want to. I did, I didn't, but just in case, right? I do like to watch boys kiss. Yeah. All right, and I'll save the rest of it because the next entries are from when I taught children's theater in the Bahamas on a naval base, and that is a whole yes! other story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fuck. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Oh. Yes. During which, during which, I just kept trying to keep my friend from. Uh, from having sex with all of this, the construction brigade guys, and um, uh, well, uh, 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 and also got sea lice. <gasps> so that's sorry, another story. You for didn't time. say sea legs, did you? Sea lice, sea lice, lice uh, like lice, like you said. like little bugs in your hair. That that that's definitely what I thought you said. They're uh, they're little bugs that live on um, uh, uh, these are called jellyfish. And they will get down your bathing suit no. and they get trapped. And then any, no. any place where your bathing suit presses up against your skin. No. They bite you. No. Mm-hmm. No. No. Mm-hmm. No. Yep. Sometimes they burrow under your skin. No. No, I don't like that. <laughs> you really don't like that? Nope. It's awful. How? What the fuck? The ocean is a terrifying place. At that full circle moment, dude. <laughs> Shut it. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, that was a lot. And it wasn't even the story I intended to tell. It was not. But holy fuck. So good. <sighs> what you got for me? I can't wait. Oh, I have so much. All right. So um, you are about to hear... One of my truly, truly most mortifying passages of my adolescent life. Um, Fall of 99 was my sophomore year of high school. Mm -hmm. And I had a very, I just had a really awful crush. And I don't mean that in like I was deep, deep, deep. I mean that as in I exercised exactly zero judgment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. There there was no bar that this kid would have cleared. Okay. Oh no. Oh no. Oh Not no. a single one. Let me I will I will use a I will use a moniker for him, but let me describe Matthew. Mm-hmm. Matthew, as I said recently, my fre- at the end of my freshman year was when Columbine happened. Right. You may remember that it then became not unheard of for the outcasts of adolescents to lean into what they called the trench coat mafia. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. And to wear trench coats to school and find solidarity in being these uh, 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 th- idealized versions of fucking high school vigilantes, let's say. Yeah, it was it was incels before incels, really. Right. But that, that trench coat thing was definitely a thing even when I was in high school. So right, exactly. Yes, it and that must have been what then culminated enough to the to mm. the fucking Columbine killers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway, so um, I exercised exactly zero judgment. This this Matthew, what <laughs> was into that? Matthew was. What was his exact brand of nerd? His exact <laughs> brand of nerd was German Club, D&D. Oh, no. Was he a Nazi, too? Jesus. I fucking know. It, uh, oh, and he was very, very German. No. 
okay. deeply German human being. Deeply <laughs> German. Yes. As a person who is mostly like German and French. He I don't think tall. you should announce that. I don't think anybody should be deeply German. I know. He was tall and gangly and intense, Mm-mm. but like upsettingly intense. Mm, and that's sure. not my thing. I'm like, yes, you're intense. Come at me. But mm, no, not with him. Uh, he uh, he had a goatee. He looked like he would fit in on Dexter's laboratory. Mm-hmm. That was. Yeah, I have a good. I, he's solid. What color is his hair? Black hair. Black. Okay. All right. Black hair. Uh, very much, very smart. Also an Eagle Scout. Of course he was. Okay. Of course he was, mm-hmm. right? So, like, he was so geeky. Did he smell also, like drawer? Yeah, he definitely smelled like yeah. drawer. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, um, so, and, and nothing would have drawn me to him except he sat next to me in geometry class and Mm -hmm. the way that he focused on me was, uh, unsettling. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I've, I like attention too. I understand. It was weird. It was really weird. And because he was just a big nerd, I didn't think that there was, I didn't think he would be an asshole. I made that mistake too. So, um, to, to add to this exact situation, I was also keeping my diary with me in school. Oh, no, baby. I know. Um, Let me show you this beautiful thing from 1999. It is a notebook (gasps) starring the characters of Daria. (gasps) Oh, I am so jealous. For real, real. For real, real. Oh, my God. I love it. It's amazing. I don't know where the hell I got it. Probably, like, um, Spencer's. Yeah. Right? Sure. So, um, so I was keeping this with me at school, which meant that I was opening it up and writing in it um, several times a day. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, at the end of October in 1999... Do you remember the kid I told you about, Nate, the one mm-hmm. who was like, it is I. <laughs> I have, uh, yeah, my secret admirer. This is what ramped up to the secret admirer, by the way. <laughs> okay. I'll just read. Oh, it's all. Hoo-hoo. So, <laughs> uh, Nate came by and told me that Matthew is obsessed with me. At least someone is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know that feeling. Oh, lordy. Okay. I wrote this down. Okay. Okay. All right. November 5th, 99. I'm getting so irresponsible about writing in this. Here's a recap. Tuesday, Nate asked me out. I said I didn't want to be seeing anyone at the moment. Wednesday in history, Nika and I saw him scribbling something and staring at me. When she spied on him, it said, why not, at the top of the paper. I thought he was going to give it to me, but I haven't gotten it, so I guess not. Now, Matthew. I walked into his German 2 class yesterday, and his friend John screamed out, Matthew has the hots for you. And, well... Think about the source. Who would know better than John? 
<laughs> also, on the bad side, Mrs. Rodenbow moved our seats so that Matthew is one row over and two seats behind me. This bites. Although now he can stare at me without me knowing, which is also bad. Anyway. <laughs> which is also bad. <laughs> anyway, that's all that's happened. But this is so much, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Okay. <clears throat> okay. A couple days later, on November 7th, uh, I can't believe I can't stop thinking about Matthew. I mean, all that's on my mind is him. Oh my God, how can I be so incredibly infatuated with a guy who liked me first? (laughs) 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 That makes me wonder. I mean, have I liked Matthew? (laughs) That makes me wonder. I'm suspicious. Oh, shit. <laughs> Mark that one for later. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm. have I liked Matthew since last year? Maybe. I mean, I guess I can remember hoping that he'd be sitting in his spot daily, reliably, in gym class to poke me. And even though he bruised my bones forever, I actually looked forward to it. Hmm. Maybe I had feelings for Matthew even last year. Oh, boy. All right. Well... <laughs> I'm going to have to play nonchalant around him. I hope that works. (laughs) Um, Then. Then, the next day, November 8th. Oh, my God. Jeez. I thought I forgot this book today. Luckily not. Girl, stop bringing your diary to high school. Oh, no. Like. (laughs) No. Wow. Wow. I am so surprised that worse, worse, worse things did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> Miracle of miracles, truly. Um, no, it, it, but this was a short-lived period of my uh-huh. life. Um, luckily not. I forget all I have to say. Well, just now, I'm in a German club meeting, and supposedly Matthew knows I like him. Uh-oh, what should I do? Be aloof or keep flirting, assuming that he likes me? Arg, I'm so confused. So anyway, Nate was like, I still don't know what to say, which kills me because for once, neither do I. (laughs) Um, okay. Now this is fucking D-Day. This is the worst thing I've ever done. Oh. Ever. Are you ready? I am so (laughs) not ready. You are so not ready. This is terrible. Keep going. This is terrible. Keep going. November 9th, 99. Dude, in the shower this morning, I got the greatest inspiration on how to tell Matthew I like him. Since we have geometry together, I wrote him a note in the form of a proof. No. Calling myself Triangle JKP and him being Triangle MEO. That's creative, isn't it? I can't even make eye contact with you over (laughs) the video call. It's okay. I'm ashamed of me too. It's fine. (laughs) And then it was saying that I, the proof would come out in steps that I like him. Sorry, did the the proof come out in the broccoli pudding? (laughs) There there were HJs for all in this. (laughs) It was a real HJ disaster. (laughs) I am ruined. 
Okay, all right. So you're doing this math so, nerd shit. Go on. And then, yeah, I'm doing fucking math nerd shit. And then it was saying that I like him and how I need an and how he acts like he likes me, but how I need an answer soon. Then I wrote, my juices are flowing, which I wish I didn't write that. (laughs) Did I say that in front of hundreds of people at Mortified? And then did my heart promptly stop? Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. And... And supposedly, here's your astrology, today is a love day for me. Cool. Cool. Dude, wish me luck on giving him this note in a half an hour. I fucking wrote this while I was in school. Oh my god, your diary's like, don't do it! No, my diary... (laughs) My diary tried to run away. (laughs) Oh god. So I did not write for the rest of the day because I actually did that the next period. I went to geometry and I handed him this note. God, I remember doing things like that. And you're like, here it is. I'm going to be so brave. Dreadful. November 10th. Oh, man. I really feel like a hug right now. Last night, even though I didn't specifically ask for a call, I practically waited for his call all night. I mean, it didn't interfere with who I wanted to talk to and what I wanted to do, but it was the constant ringing inside my head, you know? Mm. Well, anyway, when I saw him while I was walking to catch my bus, he was following me down the stairs, wearing his trench coat and those creepy new glasses that he got. So he, like, wore the trench coat with, like, John Lennon glasses. Oh, God. The perfectly round frame Uh that, like, sits somehow away from your head. Uh Uh-huh. There's nothing about those glasses in particular, but the way that he wears them makes my bones shiver. (laughs) So, wait, you are actively, like, yay and yuck. Yes? Yes. Yes. There was so little yay involved. Truly. Okay. I, it was it was mostly like I think maybe I should have a crush on you, but No, I understand that feeling when you're like, This person likes me, maybe I should try to like them back and see what happens. And he was also um he was also like the first boy who the way that he treated me was the like elementary school blueprint of a boy who has a crush on you. So it was mm. very like shitty abusive. Mm. Like lots of like Poking until Lots you're bruised, poking, apparently. Poking and, like, hair pulling and shit. And I was like, what is this? Like, I had only encountered either complete assholes who had no interest in me whatsoever or legitimately nice guys. Mm-hmm. Nice enough, anyway. Sure. So, yeah. Um, so this was a first. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. And I, I mean, I don't know. I guess you're smart. I guess you're a decent human being. So maybe I should like you. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. So, anyway, today we had a test. He actually waited in class for once when the bell rang. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it was very out of character for him. At the end of class, Cheryl grabbed me and was interrogating me. I followed her down the hall near the auditorium, which is how Matthew goes to get to band. But, and he was a band nerd. Right. Uh. So that's also, add that. So it's how he goes to get to band, but I guess he left class really late. So at this point, anticipation is killing me, and I haven't seen him since. I don't know what to do. 
I guess all I can do is wait, right? And then the <laughs> next day I wrote, hi, me. <laughs> Hello. Yesterday, after school, I saw Matthew like five times. I saw him coming out of room 241, outside of M1, everywhere. I got such a vibe that since he wasn't confronting me, he didn't like me. And who knows, maybe it's so. Anywho, aujourd'hui, I talked with Cheryl on the phone for like four hours. You're fucking Did I write in journaling French? in French shit yes. is just the yes. beautifulest. It's so beautiful. <clears throat> I mostly talk to Cheryl about Matthew. She keeps insisting that he must like me, and he just is afraid of commitment, because that's what we think about at the age of 15. I mean, kind of. <laughs> kind of, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, and stuff like things won't be the same with us anymore. She says, I need to show him that with me, it's all clear waters from here. She says to just act normal, like nothing happened. Let me just quickly interject that Cheryl, Cheryl was mm, a very unstable individual who was really horrible and shitty to me. Uh, probably was dealing with some undiagnosed mental health stuff. But <clears throat> she was a really tough person for me to be friends with. And her, like... The, the quality her defining quality that I was introduced to her on mm -hmm. was that she was she had been pursuing this kid for like three years and it was insisting that he still loved her oof different kid different kid okay yes. all right so I'm not sure that she's the person no. I should be listening to for four hours mm -hmm. about this crush that anyone else would be like Jennifer shut it down mm -hmm. like not qualified <laughs> please yep. so um I, she says to just act normal like nothing happens so he can feel safe around me. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Well, I can tell this is going to be a wild ride. I just have to wait in line for a bit. Anyway, um, then, then there's some normal teenage shit. God, okay. I wi God, I wish I could go back and talk to my little baby self. Oh, for fucking seriously. Okay, so then on November 13th, um, uh, Nico was going to call Matthew and talk to him about the note, but he's away on a Boy Scout retreat. Mm. <laughs> See, now this proves to you what a catch Matthew is. He's refre refreshingly unflaky and your, uncommon. Your diary's like, la, 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 can't hear you. <laughs> Don't. Stop. Just don't even bother no. writing. Just take that shit to the post-it notes because the diary don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, anyways, maybe it's all for the better that she couldn't reach him. Who knows? And a little later. I used to do that, though. I used to I used to call people on other people's behalf. Oh, yeah. Yes. That was okay. the whole thing. Like, like I was a Yenta. <laughs> yes. The next day... The next day. Um, oh, hope. Matthew nudged me on the way out of geometry. <laughs> Meaning he doesn't think I'm so bad. Plus, in yeah, th thank you. Pushing me against a wall means you don't think I'm so bad. Sure. Plus, in history, Nika said to him, so did you do your math homework? And he was like, huh? <laughs> and she goes, the homework Jen gave you. And he goes, oh, no, I haven't gotten around to it. And she goes, well, you'd better talk to her because she really needs some help. And he's like, okay. <laughs> eee! 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Girl. I love you. Okay. Then the net. <laughs> You're blushing so much. I'm so mortified. Okay. So, uh, same day later that afternoon, I'm writing in pink because it's the color of love. Okay. So, get this. Today, I stayed after school with Ms. J, my forensics coach, and the German teacher. Oh. And Matthew was there, of course, and we all actually talked for the first time since Wednesday, which was, like, so awesome. We were on the computers, and he looked up Ponton on Yahoo, and then he went to Ponton.com, which does exist. <laughs> and we were talking about Space Oh, my Ghost, God. That's, okay. I, that is, like, a, that's a hard flirt at that moment in time, for I sure. I know, mm-hmm. right? And we were talking about Space Ghost, which I didn't know he watched. Then, in the end of OP, when he put on his trench coat, Cheryl walked in and started talking to me, and he was listening in on our convo. When he turned to leave, he pushed me, playfully. He stood in the doorway, just kind of staring at me, which is really good. (laughs) Oh, baby. Oh, girl. Oh, baby. I, I also then wrote, by the way, I just found out his birthday is March 21st, not March 17th. You know what that means? That fucker's an Aries, not a Pisces, which explains so much. Oh, yeah. That's a tipping point. I said, this totally affects numerology. (laughs) Yes. Um, It's all so clear to you now. Fuck off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Um... And then, do, do, do. Oh, my heart. I, oh, boy. All right. So, truly. (laughs) I just have to read this, too. Yeah. So, I wrote, I wrote on November 16th, what should I get my friends for for Christmas? Let's see. And I wrote down their names in the list of, like, inspired ideas. Sure. for Gabby. Gabby, I wrote something about squirrels, that 70s show, Old Men. (laughs) Yep. Yes, on brand. Still. For Kelly. (laughs) Something related to farts. Something. (laughs) Something fart related. I I love that you gave this some thought and this is what you came up with. November 17th. Golly gee, diary. I sure am sad. My day was absolutely perfect as a posy until the end of school. I grabbed Matthew aside when I was leaving and I go, so what do you think about your geometry homework? And he smiled really big and he goes, oh, the proof? And I was like, yeah. And then he says, no. No, Ponton. I don't like you. I took it like the soldier I am. I sucked up my breath and smiled and said, okay, then turned on my heel and walked away. But inside my heart is dead. (laughs) How many days was that from when you gave it to him? A solid week. Yeah, it sounds like it was a, it was like you gave it to him at the beginning of the week and then he said something at the end Mm. of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was like, it was, uh, it was about a week. Ew. Okay. Um, I don't think, 
I, I don't want to cry, but I will, and I must. Oh. When I get home, maybe I'll turn on some boys to men and cry my eyes out. Yes, they're always there for you. Then I can stare at a pic of Brad Russo for a while. <laughs> What's a Brad Russo? <laughs> Brad Russo was not quite the the boy that I described to you last time. He's like upper, other echelon altogether, otherworldly. But Brad Russo was just another, <clears throat> like, very good looking senior. Oh, oh, just a boy that you knew. Okay. Oh, just a boy. Great. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Uh, okay. Then it does it continue? Of course it does. Oh, November twenty first. Hello, me. Damn, I hate Matthew. I actually watched The Goonies today. It was really good. Hey, you guys. Oh Lol. <laughs> oh, oh our, our childhood. <laughs> yeah. Now Jen gets the inside joke. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Today, around one o'clock, a note fell out of my geometry book from Nate, saying how he was really upset because he found out about my note to Matthew. He was upset because he thought I had lied to him about saying no to him asking me out. He thought I'd said no because I liked Matthew. He was actually pretty snappish in the note, so I got upset and called him around seven demanding an explanation. He was really flustered on the phone, and he told me he wrote that sometime in the beginning of the week, and that he felt differently now. So wait, sorry. Nate asked you out, and you said no. I said no for reasons that I have detailed in previous episodes of the podcast when we got to be together, which was that this was the kid who asked out every single right. girl around yes. me, and finally was like, oh, hey, Jen. And I was like, no, bitch. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I remember okay. that. And then he thought that you said no because you were because crushing on Matthew. this boy. Okay, exactly. All right. Exactly. So I explained and I told him that I was honest with him and that I'd said no because of last year and that I liked Matthew long after he had asked me out. I also told him uh, about what happened on Wednesday and he seemed a little relieved, which I presume is like Matthew being like, ah, LOL, I don't like you. Right. November 27th. Uh, after the pep rally, oh, mm, no, Matthew actually talked to me for the first time in like a week. He was telling me about his German story involving his friend John killing Ms. J's cats, because that's another real great indicator of someone I should have a crush on. Oh my god, oh my god. Then, he was staring at me for like the whole period. It felt great. (laughs) And I was really psyched even during the pep rally when he was, I think, staring at me from band. However. (laughs) Pep rallies. (laughs) I remember this pep rally. It was so creepy. I was on the other side of the gym entirely. And he just was like across the gym staring at me in his giant fucking fluted hat and shit. Mm. After all this happened, however, after the pep rally, I was waiting with Dwayne for his bus, and he was going up to everyone because it's Wednesday, and like, do you know what day it is? Do you know what day Wednesday is, Lillian? It's hump day. Hump, 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 which is exactly what my friend Dwayne would do to people on Wednesdays. Of course, I knew a Dwayne who would do something like that also. Yeah. I think it comes with the name. It kind of comes with the name. (laughs) Okay. And Dwayne was like, do you know what day it is? And I was saving the people he was asking from answering. God bless you. 
Suddenly, Hitler himself marches out, and Dwayne goes, Hey, Matthew, <laughs> do you know what day it is? It's hump day. Huh? Huh? He gesticulated towards me. I was so embarrassed, and I don't really know exactly what his reaction was because I was in a total state of shock, but it wasn't good. It was something like his reaction to me asking him if he liked me. Haughty and rude. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Uh, For somebody who likes to rub up against you so much. I know. Ugh. I know. Um, And then... Then what? Oh, that's also just fucking great. <laughs> would you Would you like to know? Would you like to it's know up, what I got you. at the mall? Yes. On the On the next day, I would love. Um, I would love to hear an hour of just us talking about things that we got at a mall. <laughs> Today at the mall, I got kiwi body spray, pineapple kiwi. delight. Kiwi body spray, pineapple delight lipstick, candles, a velvet blanket, Toy Story for my Sega, a pack of sun ripened raspberry stuff for mom. (gasps) Yay. Oh, I love that shit. Pewter liquid body foil. (laughs) What? What's that? What's that, Jennifer? It's a little bottle that looks like uh, you'd paint a car with it. Uh, uh It's a little bottle Uh of, of, of stuff that burns your eyes when you put it on. Oh, oh God! Like like chrome eyeshadow. Yes, chrome liquid eyeshadow. I loved the shit. I put it on my fingers and I slathered it on, and it would burn for like twenty seconds. <laughs> then I was like, oh, "We're good to go." Cuter <laughs> liquid body foil, the new Goldfinger CD, and an American Pie poster. Could. <laughs> Truly a moment in time. All right. Snapshots. Oh, my God. Uh, fucking snapshots. Okay. Now, that was, was that, oh, no, no, no. Okay. December 2nd. So this shit is still going on a month later. Um, today, after school, we were hanging out and Xeroxing things from Ms. J and having lots of fun and such. But then Ashley fetched me and said that Ms. Hartman wanted to see me, my old uh, voice teacher. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit. And I went down for five or ten minutes. When I went up before the bell in the hallway, I heard my name. Then a voice goes, oh, it's just Ponton. I turn around, and it's Matthew. I ran up the steps, and he went outside while I went upstairs. I was feeling a little blue, like, oh, I wish things weren't the way they were with him. When I hear, Ponton. You want some bubbles? I was out of breath, and I looked behind me, and lo and behold, it was Matthew again. I could hardly think, so the only thing that came out of my mouth was, not especially. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Correct answer. Damn it. Now that I think about it, I really wanted those bubbles. Aww. (laughs) Um, Then... Dominic found me, and we were talking for about five minutes. Meanwhile, Matthew was at his locker behind us trying to open it for five minutes. Five minutes trying to open your locker? Come on. So I suspect he was killing time eavesdropping. Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, mm, mm, mm. Okay. Um, December. December. Is this the same day? Yeah, same day, but at night. 
The only big, not even news I have is that when I was going to bio, I was passing Matthew on a landing. All he did was stare at me. I am so convinced that he likes me. Why else would everyone think so? Why would he steal my phone? Why would he stare at me? Why would he? Oh, not my phone, my phone number. <laughs> so why would, why would he stare at me? Why would he steal my phone number, etc.? Didn't write about that, but apparently that happened. Um, but on the other hand, why would he lie? Which, just FYI, Jennifer, terrible logic. Terrible logic. <laughs> why would he Why would he snip locks of my hair to make a voodoo doll? <laughs> if, if I admitted I liked him, why would he be afraid of saying he liked me too? Maybe it's some sort of ego deficiency. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Mm. Well, anyway. <laughs> um, and... Oh, this is upsetting. So this involves Nate. So this is December 3rd, the next day. Oh, man, do I have juicy news. Well, we had a sub in history, and I was talking to Nate about Matthew the entire period, about how he acts like he likes me and stuff. Finally, we came to the conclusion that Matthew stares at me and such because he wants me, not because I'm someone he cares about, (laughs) and therefore I have sexual power over him. (laughs) Nate's advice, surely nothing to do with what Nate wanted. Mm-hmm. Nate's advice was for me to dress like a whore and to get close. <laughs> cool, Nate. Cool, Nate. Cool. Very cool. well adjusted. Cool. Cool. Very much not at all into your own inventory of what you would like fulfilled. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> However, Nate says, if... Matthew starts to look around, and if he puts his hand in his pocket, be forewarned, it is what you think it is. Ew. 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 Can I go back in time and not have you tell me any of that? Oh, my God. Damn. Oh, my God. Also, there was a kid. You're just going to appreciate this. There was a kid who lived... uh, further into real town than I did, right? Because mm-hmm. I lived in the middle of nowhere. He lived further into real town. He was on my bus route. So the bus would drop me off at my house before it would continue. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, I just got off the bus. And as I was getting out off, stupid ass Doni screams out, don't forget to stop at the graveyard. Because <laughs> that was my fucking bus stop. Fucking Doni. <laughs> Doni. Oh, shit. Okay. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to stop at the graveyard. That's what I'm going to title my first book of essays. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. All right. So it that whole friend circle was so fucking weird about me. There was Nate. There was Matthew. And then there was another guy who was, like, mad at Nate and Matthew about me because he really wanted to ask me to the winter ball and he finally did and he was like do you go to the winter ball with me and he was like the last person i would say yes to Mm. uh he was he was my friend's brother he was Mm. creepy as fuck and and thankfully i didn't even have to like turn him down turn him down because we had a forensics tournament i almost never went to the winter balls because we had forensics so there you go easy peasy but 
Yeah, like it just got weird. And then it got even weirder with Nate, which is a different story for a different time. But just, I have it all chronicled. Oh, my it's God. Great. Oh, my God. So that is the dumbest fucking crush I ever had. Oh, oh, but the best part, the best part. Yes. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, so when I, uh, I did this for Mortified and it was super mortifying and I refused to tell one of my best friends, Seth, about what it was about because uh-huh. no, I didn't tell anybody about mm-hmm. this. It was mortifying. Mm-hmm. Only the friends who were directly involved knew and and so Seth was like, oh, what are you going to do tonight? And I'm like, it's a surprise. And he's like, why? And I was like, because it's from sophomore year. Get the fuck ready. And I read this story. And the entire time I'm presenting him, it, I can see Seth in the audience just like oh. folding in on himself, oh, uh-huh. biting his knuckles. I come out to sit next to him. And he grabs my arm and he goes, Matthew Eugene? This was about Matthew Eugene. And I was like, how do you know his middle name? And he's like, because we were in Boy Scouts together. Because I grew up with this fucking whack job. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was so fucked. Wow. So fucked. Uh, And very uh, oddly, uh, right, right before or after, because I have not seen this kid since graduation. Right before or after I did the Mortified show, which had no publicity Mm -hmm. about it, you know, right before that, he found me on Facebook. No. After a million years of everybody you've ever known finding you on Mm -hmm. Facebook and friending you, right? I had not sought him out. And all of a sudden he friends me and I'm like, this is fucking weird. No. No, thank you, universe. But I did friend him and he grew up to be a fucking mad scientist. Great. I mean, I... You know. Yeah, I mean, very strange. Very he's strange. probably killed somebody. Man, it. He actually. He was a decent. I mean, he was an idiot kid, but he was a decent enough human being. I think. Whatever. I Stop making excuses for him. He sounds Thank like. Thank you. A he was an asshole. He was bag. such a fucking asshole to me. Yeah, you're right. Not wrong. <laughs> oh, Worst crush I ever, is. ever, ever ever had that's at least gross. literally anyone else had redeeming qualities not that one uh, even nate was a sweetheart i had a crush on nate um you know troubled the sweetheart but jesus christ now i, that... I really try to stay away from aries uh... <laughs> aries women are fine actually yeah uh, I, I have a lot of aries women friends and i'm like oh this works for you but like aries men fuck the fuck off <laughs> no too aggro. Way too fucking aggro. Ugh. Well, here we are. <laughs> here we are! One year old. <laughs> and still just so embarrassed. <laughs> so embarrassed. So deeply embarrassed. And like, just there's no, we're not running out of stories about being embarrassed. We're just adding. Every day is another. I need to start journaling again. I can't. Like, sometimes I have days where I'm like, I want to forget this day. And I'm like, nah, I want to remember all of it. I want to remember all the weirdness, yes. Um, I, uh, the only thing I can recommend is I really enjoyed Bridgerton. And it's another one of those things where oh. it's like, I don't know if it was good or if I just liked it, but it doesn't matter. Everybody loves Bridgerton. It's cool. Um, have you decided if it if it is satisfying or if it makes you like uncomfortably piney? Because uncomfortably piney, man, 
<laughs> oh, I like how it turned out. I like it. I liked okay. it. Yeah. Cool. It did is make it very, me. How sexy is it? Scale of like one to ten. So a number of people who I talked to were like, oh, my God, it was like Skinamax. And I was like, I don't think it was that racy. There was definitely a lot. There was a lot of naked bumping. But totally like. The, oh, that's all right. That's satisfying. Um, I mean, there's a there's a whole thing about the guy not wanting to have kids that ends in a couple of scenes where you're like, oh, shit, I've never seen that on TV before. So I'm not going to explain anything oh. further than that. But there were things where you're like, oh, well, okay. So I don't know. I guess if you're What's particularly that? into whatever that is, then maybe you thought it was exceptionally racy. But uh, I guess not so much exceptionally racy as exceptionally sexy, which I guess means It was like pretty hot. It was pretty hot. Fun. Like the co- I love costume dramas like that. And um, the fact that it was a diverse cast. For sure. In, I mean is always going to be hotter. But like showing black aristocracy a thousand fucking percent. Yeah. And I like a cravat. Oh, what? and there and there's a fat girl in there, in there. You know, people keep saying that, but when you see her, you're going to oh, be no. like, "Oh, look, her face is round." She's a round-faced. I hate that shit. Fuck that. No. She's like a size 10 with a really I'm not mad at her. Face. She's lovely and she's a no, great no, no, actress. Sure. But the fact that she winds it's, up being the yeah. fat one yes. because she is one of the larger people in the cast. Shonda, let's have a talk about that. Shall we? Uh, I know. Shall that we? That bums me out. That bums me out. I was excited, and now I'm... And I was excited and then envious, like, hey! <laughs> but then I realized she's supposed to play, like, 14, 15 years old anyway. Yeah, she's a chubby 14-year-old. Like, she she could be... Easily be, like, the chubby cheerleader or something. Like, she's not... And you whatever. know what's bananas? That, that actress is almost my age. <laughs> Is she really? She is. She's like 34. Oh, look at... She needs to start a beauty blog. I would follow Uh her goop. Right? Yeah. thousand percent. Okay, so you recommend Bridgerton. What the fuck do I recommend? Um, uh, nothing new. (laughs) That's fine. Nothing new? Um... Um, but I'm going to do my praise report. My yes, public please. praise report. My public praise report. God, how many times can I say that in a row? Is, I'm not going to do it again, is that I took my very, very, very favorite, most beloved pilot and uh, my dear friend Jody, who directed The Sizzle when I did The Sizzle a couple years ago, um, just reached out and it was perfect synchronicity because every time, because I've been feeling like writing again and when I feel like writing, the first thing that I think of is like, oh, it would be so nice to, to maybe revisit the reunion. And I think about writing episode two and then I just decide not to. And this time, Jody called and I had that thought recently and then Jody called me and she was like, hey, have you ever thought of the reunion being a feature? And I was like, oh, light bulb. I had not, but yes, that's absolutely the right answer without question. Without question. Lillian, she said that on Friday. On Saturday, we outlined it, and on Sunday and Monday, we wrote an entire motherfucking feature film. Oh, I love it. It was great. I so love great. it. I love it. So endlessly wonderful. It's exactly what it's supposed to be. 
It's exactly what it's supposed to be. It's doing everything. And it is, by the way, if, like, all the fucks were ever the source material for something, it's this fucking show. I mean, not not ac- this movie. Not actually, because I'm not using these stories, but it's definitely, like, the, the spirit of it. Yes. Oh, yes. Hooray. Yes. So, praise I'm so for- proud of you. Thank praise accepted. You. No, wait. Praise received. Praise, praise received. Praise received. Which is something that I made up. I'm ready to receive your praise. Do you have you? Do you want to share? Uh, I cleaned my studio. Yes! Yay! It doesn't look like a disaster anymore. That is the greatest. That is. It's still not done, but it's definitely not uh, embarrassing anymore. So that's good because it's been months. Yay! So proud of you. You put up a whole new shelving system. You took down a giant dresser that would not die. Yeah, I got I got someone to take the dresser. I got someone to take an old IKEA bookshelf. I uh, I have done things, and I'm proud of them. And I uh, of all of the plants that are thriving, my money tree is really killing it. Yeah, Capricorn season, girl. I'm telling you. (laughs) So. Let's manifest some of that. This has been yes. This has been amazing. This has been almost two hours also. (laughs) I know. Happy birthday for you. Thank you, and happy birthday to the show. Happy birthday to our show, our pod baby. We love you, fuck buddies, and we love each other, and we love um I I I I gotta be real, like the best part of 2020. Oh yeah, for me. Easily. Easily, easily, except for Except for that one time that we did consummate wrestling. <laughs> and still, not as bad as living through 2020. No. <laughs> no. Truly. I love you. Happy love birthday. You. We love you too, fuck buddies. Go eat a cupcake for us. Ooh, cupcakes.